Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Welcome to tonight's show. Running a little late tonight because of things. <laughs> Stuff gets in the way. I'm Leo. That's billionaire Wall Street investor Adam. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? It's going, man. How's it going? Uh, what not, a- not, not billionaire. Not billionaire. <laughs> not yet, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> man, what a crazy week. Yeah what so is that is that all still going on or what uh, i'm not sure i don't know i think it got so i'm sure you saw where robin hood like so it kind of got squashed out on thursday because robin hood basically restricted the amount of shares that people could buy so that that basically what they did was is they completely halted the momentum of people going and buying all these stocks for Strange reasons, I don't know. See, it 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 seems really, really, really shady to me that they just go in and halt the trading of certain stocks. Well, they they said to help reduce market uh, volatility. Mm, sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I necessarily believe that. So they said it was because of the clearinghouses. So I guess so. And like I said, a lot there's a lot of this stuff. I know some of it, but there's a lot of it that I don't know necessarily know the full detail of. But apparently, when you trade with them, you give them money, and they give that money to a clearinghouse, which then actually goes through and purchases the stock. So that the clearinghouse is like a middle point for them. Well, and I've heard people say actually the whole thing isn't a good deal with Robinhood because the stock price you're getting really isn't the best price because mm-hmm. that's how they make their money. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, you know, it's, it's something easy to use and it's free. And, you know, everybody yeah. should know by now that nothing is free. You're not using yeah. anything for free. You know, get that out of your mind. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because I've used the app for, I want to say, three or four years now. Like, yeah. I've used Robinhood. And I've used it pretty religiously. Like, each paycheck, I'll, um, I'll go in and I'll dump some money into something that I, that I like. For a while there, there was a stock I was getting called Momo. It's basically it's a Chinese dating app, and like every yeah. every paycheck, because they were saying that it was going to rock it up. Every paycheck, I dumped money into it, and then COVID happened. <laughs> and luckily, I sold it right before like the really really bad stuff happened. Yeah. So I think that I I think I walked away even, but like I I lost out on a lot of potential money that I could have got from it. So like I kind of started over fresh after that. Um, but I like the app, but it's it just sucks that. Yeah, it's just frustrating that they restricted you being able to purchase certain stocks for what seems like a very specific reason. And everybody um, knows what the reason is. They got caught. Yeah. You know, everybody. I I just didn't touch it because, like I told you, I don't I don't like dealing with stuff like that. It just it's kind of funny money to me. I mean, but if people do it, that's fine. If you can walk away with some cash. I saw a kid on Good Morning America. I swear he was like nine years old. Walked away with three thousand dollars cash from that. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that too. Yeah, and that's cool. And all. I just worry about people who don't really know what they're doing, and then they're dumping because everybody is just like, "I just want to make a bunch of money real quick," mm-hmm. and then end up losing a lot of money. That's what yeah, worried me. I, you know, like I didn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I probably, I dumped probably more. I'd say more money than what an average person would into it, but it's not going to break me. Right. Um, you, 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 know, I, you, you put in what you knew you could care to lose. Yeah. 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 
I mean, it's it's not to to me. It's not the end of the world. It sucks because it's like, dang, you know, that was that 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 was a decent amount of money. You know, it sucks, but it's not the end of the world. But I've seen people like I'm I'm on that forum and I look at some of the money that shows what they've lost and like some of the people, it's like sixty thousand dollars lost. Oh. And it's just like, whoa, <laughs> no, really? Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen that forum? No, I know. <laughs> no, like, but I mean. Yeah, so like some of some of it you get on there and you look at some of the money that some people have lost and they act like it's no big deal. Mm. It's like, man, fifty that like if fifty, sixty thousand dollars lost, it's like, whoa, that's uh The whole hedge thing, I just like I've said, I like I still like to watch the show called American Greed. It's an older show. I don't even know if they make new ones anymore, but they show it on court TV all the time and I swear at the at the center of almost all those hustles, there's always a hedge. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> that's that's the thing with these, and and you know, like like I I said on the last show, I I've been doing more options. So like I'll I don't even buy stocks and hold them. I buy them for I'll, I'll set a contract date and I'll hold on to it until that date. You know, or until you, you I buy see it for the flip. You you flip it. Yeah. So basically I hold on to it and as soon as I see a profit, I sell it. Right. Like I I don't I don't I don't keep it and hold it until forever because I've only got like a you know, with call options, you've only got like you can set a contract date when you want the to be able to exercise your option. Yeah. But as soon as I see that call go up fifteen percent or twenty percent, I usually I'm like, I'm selling it. You know, that's I mean fifteen, twenty percent's really, really good. Yeah. You know, but even if I see it at like five or you know 10 percent. that's usually that's usually plus 75 dollars right there so it's like yeah i'm taking it you know <laughs> here's the here here's the thing that gets me stuff like this so these guys mm-hmm, i saw that <sighs> look how much money they made off of these losses mm-hmm. 200 million dollars in profit yep See, <laughs> that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Man, no, I can't. I can't even. Mm-mm. That's too much of a hustle for me. But like you said, if it's, it's if it's like what you're doing, if you get in and get out, fine. But like I said, my worry, my concern, and, and like a lot of people have been talking on the news, is people who just see all their friends going, ooh, you should do this because you could make a lot of money. Then they put savings, their savings in it, and then... Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. The next thing you know, poof, it's all gone. Yeah. See, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of those stories where I, especially on that Reddit board, where somebody would be like, "This is a uh, this is my college money for mm. you know this is my college money, but I don't care. I'm all in on it." <laughs> it's like, mm. whoa. <laughs> like all all the money that was in my account. So I don't know if I said this last week, but I'll take like. I'll take like a hundred dollars a paycheck, maybe maybe a hundred fifty a paycheck, and throw some money at it, you know. Right. And eventually, over time, that's built that that's built up for me. Like it's it's gotten to a point, but it's not actually. Well, I guess if you look at it, me throwing one hundred fifty dollars into it or a hundred dollars into a paycheck. But you, you got riches, it. man. <laughs> you got riches. <laughs> well, this is the way this is the way I look at it. This is the way I look at it because I, I, I like to I like to put my hand in a little a little bit of gambling i like it i i whenever i go to vegas i'll take yeah i'll take five five hundred to thousand dollars and you know spend it out there i'll lose it within hours but well, that's what they say take what you can stand to lose yep and I, i've done DraftKings and all this stuff never have any luck with it the way i <laughs> the way i see it is and I've, I've had more luck with this than any of that stuff like i've actually i've actually made money on this than whereas like on DraftKings, it's like well you know, I'm pumping like fifty dollars a week into putting these teams out here, and I'm not getting anything from it at all. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I like to I like to see I like to do some things that are fun and see if I can win maybe win a couple extra bucks off of it. You know, yeah, I just don't want to see anybody get hurt over money. It's so dumb for to me. You know, people getting their lives turned upside down over money, especially if they don't know what they're doing. And they're only jumping in because it's popular at the time. Like, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that, please. I'm, I'm sure that there is. I'm sure, and you know, we may not. Well, I'm sure that we're probably going to hear stories yeah. about people who have like went all in on this and lost 
a lot, you know. And I'm probably gonna I'm, I'm sure that we're probably gonna hear some sad stories about it. On the flip side, I've seen videos on the internet of like people from these hedge funds mm. like crying on TV because of it, like breaking down into tears. Well, they got forced into bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah. And I get when people think, you know, yeah, that's all cool and all. We're sticking it to the man, but you know, there's people that have jobs too, though. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's just not. That's what I'm saying. It's just not something I want to be a part of. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, count me out. Have you ever heard of this app, Clubhouse? I don't think so. It's on uh, iOS. Basically, it's like a. Um, somebody said it's like a conference call that you're just willingly joining. Who wants to do that? But every time I hear people talk about it, and there's people who brag about it. It sounds like Discord to me. It just sounds like a rebranded Discord. But the reason why I bring it up is because of this. So apparently <laughs> Elon Musk got in this room with the, um, the Robin Hood CEO and, ex and he explained why they restricted trading. And you were just talking about it. Mm -hmm. And he said, we had no choice in this case. We had to conform to our regulatory capital capital requirements. But what does that mean? Well, they, they see. I, I I saw, I saw, I saw a, an interview where he was where he was saying this. It was on it was on CNN or something, and I think mm -hmm. it was the guy's name Kumo. Kumo was the guy on CNN, CNN or whatever, and he was just like roasting him about it. And <laughs> like, he was very he, he was very evasive with his answers. So it's a, he would explain something, and it would be like, well, what ex, what exactly does that mean? Like what what was, do you? In response to a 3.30 a.m. request on Thursday from the National Securities Clearing Corporation, Robinhood and other brokers are required to meet certain deposit requirements from clearinghouses like NSCC each day. The amount required is based on factors such as volatility and concentration in certain securities, he said. Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, there, he 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 said everything that he. I mean, he said everything that surrounded those stocks, but he didn't say he didn't say what the volatility had to be. Or I mean, it, to me, it's not enough information. You you need. I mean, he, he's going to have his day in court to discuss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or in front of in front of the U.S. Senate, we're all going to see it. Yeah. I see. So, I mean, Musk was like, "There's something maybe shady going down there." <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't impute shadiness in it or anything like that. Ah, uh, whatever. Well, you know, you know that they're they're owned partly. I think Robinhood's partly owned by a hedge fund, Citadel Securities. Yeah, they're the ones yeah. that loaned the original hedge fund the two billion to keep the thing afloat. So, the to for the Melbourne cap. Yeah, Melvin had to borrow. Two billion dollars oh, in the midst of man. all that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's see, that's, that's even, that makes it even more shady. That's the thing about hedge funds, man. It's a, it's like a pyramid scheme. So when the money starts running out, they got to keep propping it up until they're ready to start selling the short. Well, since everybody rushed in real quick, they didn't have enough to cover it, so they had to borrow two billion dollars to cover everybody trying to cash out. <sighs> See wow. what I'm saying? Mm -mm. That's, that's shady, shady business right there. Yeah. I always thought this whole hedge thing should be illegal in and of itself. I don't even know why that's a thing. I would, Bill, I'd be willing to bet that after this, after it starts going through the Senate and everything, I mean, the eyes are, eyes are all on it now. You know, I'd, yeah. would, I'd be willing to bet that once it starts going through the Senate, that laws are passed. To... I mean, didn't they learn anything from Bernie Madoff? Dude, that was a hedge. That. It was a hedge pyramid scheme that went on for decades. But you know what it is. The the wealthy elite keep making well, that, money off of it and they're like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so he was he was he was just basically taking money from people and propping what was up. He was basically selling securities to people saying, Oh, you're guaranteed to make a return of so much percent. 
Well, it wouldn't come through. All he would do was find more people to invest in it and take their investment to cover the original investment. And so on and so on. And then it just would snowball over time. Well, eventually people are like, yeah, I want my money. Well, he didn't have it. And then that's when it started unraveling. Because when more people started saying, well, where is this money? It, it didn't exist. Wow. <laughs> didn't, he kill, didn't he kill himself? Or I thought he like... Oh, he's in prison. Oh, okay. So... I don't know, um, man. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's shady, shady business right there. I mean, somebody I was listening to. Um, you ever heard of this app called Stereo? It's kind of cool. Uh, we'll talk about it some other time. But uh, it's basically live podcast. And I was listening to this one. And this lady was like, yeah, you know that whole little um, clubhouse meeting that Elon had with this guy? Come to find out, even that was backed by... So this this husband and wife, I guess, hosted it. Well, apparently they're backed by some company of Elon's that's about to be this podcast startup. So even this whole little clubhouse meeting was kind of a staged pilot for this new <laughs> podcast they're coming out with. And they're dumping all this money into it. Oh, jeez! I'm like, good Lord, can we get away from <laughs> the greed? <laughs> uh, no, everybody wants to capitalize on stuff. Yeah. So I actually like Elon Musk. I mean, he he's he's crazy, but I like him, too. I, I like that he spoke. Up, I, I like that he speaks up on stuff like this because he's got all these eyes on him. And, you know, Mark, Mark Cuban's another guy that I saw. was kind of doing it, too. You know, he's kind of speaking up on it and saying, you know, good, you know, for the, the little guy. Yeah, I like Mark Cuban, too. I like him on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he's on Shark Tank. Yeah, he's one of the best ones on there because okay. he's honest. He's just really honest. Yeah, yeah. Speaking like, of, he's he seems like a legit good a good person, you know. Yeah, yeah. There was a there's that guy. What's that guy's name? Deontay West that used to play for the Mavericks. Yeah, he's had like drug problems over the years, and he's actually like Mark Cuban's actually been like the one person that's tried to help him. Doesn't like, he own the Mavericks? Yeah, yeah, he owns yeah. the Mavericks. So like, he's like one of the people that actually tried has like got him into rehab, you know, and, mm -hmm. and tried to actually help him when the guy's got nobody else is trying to help him. You know, what, what other owners, you right. know, what other rich person would do something like, you know, go out of their way. You just don't see it that often, I guess. I don't know. Mike Brown would. Okay. Yeah, he, he might, he might, <laughs> he might, he would. I'm not, he, I'm he, not, uh, I was he, just trying to make a joke. With, uh, he did with Chris Henry when he was getting, yeah. when he was getting in trouble. Yeah. I was trying to yeah. make a joke and it didn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got it. Yeah. But speaking of Elon, is his luck running out though? Did you see the the next prototype? I saw that today. Yeah, explode. Well, this well, this happened. The, something like this happened last month too. I think, or like a month or two ago. Yeah, same model. This was number nine. That was number eight. Mm -hmm. Did the same thing. I mean, what they're doing is cool though. But why is it? I mean, they've done this before. Is this just a different kind of rocket? Because remember, that was their cool factor, was that they were landing. They were landing rockets vertically on like little small launch pads. What What is it with these? These are the ones that are they're going to use to go to Mars. I think it's their deep space rockets. So the rockets that they landed previously were just rockets that were given cargo, to like space station and launching satellites. Um, these are the I, this is the deep space rocket that they're going to send to Mars and beyond. And these are the ones that should have people on them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so here's the thing is I don't think that there's actually, so <clears throat> this rocket, what it's going to do, it's, there's a capsule on there and it shoots, it shoots that capsule into space and it detaches and then it goes back to earth and lands. When it, when this rocket lands, there shouldn't be any people that are on the rocket. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Cause it's supposed to yeah, be a so reusable I mean, rocket. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks that it exploded, but there shouldn't ever be people on there if it does ever come back down and explodes like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money, but he's got it deep pockets. Yeah. Hey, but here, think of it this way too. Think of it this way. Most of the, you know, before this, all the rockets that they launched into space lost anyways. True. I mean, they're they're gone once yeah. once uh that's that's what spacex goal is to make it cheaper to do this because they're going to reuse you know 
basically reuse the rockets that's spending all that money to build a new one it's just you know a lot of those rockets are at the bottom of the ocean too yeah, all that's burned up in the atmosphere or... all that space litter well but what about this <laughs> yeah, i see this yeah. i saw that too yeah rough, rough rough couple days for elon but this is over the screen i hate when they put up uh they're gonna recall it over the screen i don't understand how that causes a danger why you can't see where your your speed limit is or what so have you ever rode in a tesla no so they've got that screen that sits there mm-hmm. so there's sensors all around the car so that screen will show you display like let's say that you're let's say that you're moving over to the middle lane on the highway and you know how sometimes you got that blind spot where you can you can't you can see directly behind you and you can see to the right of you but there's that blind spot that's like right by you know right behind both of those yeah well there's on the screens there's sensors all around the car and on those screens it'll tell it'll show you if you're getting too close to something that might be in a specific lane um, and I think that it even shows you like a video of how close you are to it or how far away you are from it. Well, a lot of vehicles, like we have a Pacifica and it has mm-hmm. it in the rear view mirrors, little lights will light up if something's mm-hmm. in your blind spot. Yeah. Yep. All right. I just, but thought, I, I, I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know if that's why it just said the screens. So I, that's why I was wondering, maybe you knew more about it. So here's a, here's a fun fact. I've actually been, I've spent, I don't know if I should be saying this on air, but. Well, you <laughs> said spent, you went there before. Yeah, I've, I've spent about a month out there at the, yeah. the Model 3 factory that's in Fremont and got to see a lot of, uh, you know, how they make those cars. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, and you said one of your coworkers ended up buying one too, because. Yeah, I, a yeah. couple of them. I actually, over the past few months, I've been like, man, I'd kind of like to have one. I want one. Yeah, I've always one. wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one. I'm, I'm gonna get one. Give me a year. Uh, yeah, and you keep rolling in the the Wall Street sure. riches. You. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. <laughs> and then you can hang out with your buddy Jeff because apparently he stepped down. You I, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of crazy news today. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw this like just about 20 minutes ago. Well, like, well, not 20, like an hour ago. But he handed it off to this guy. <laughs> I saw an article that, and this can't be true. It has to be like some kind of like joke article or something. It said an article that it was like Jeff Bezos steps down just a year after he releases his first failed video game. Because I, I guess they, they released a game like a year ago. Well, they have that platform, Luna. Yeah. What video game? There may be a... I don't know if they have any um, any exclusive titles on there or not. I know people who are oh. playing it who actually like it. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I don't know don't if it's know. failed, but... But, yeah, he, they handed, he handed the reins off to Mr. Andy J.C., who actually is the guy in charge of Amazon Web Services. Well, I guess he built it into what it is today which a lot of people don't seem to realize that's where Amazon really makes all their money. They don't make a lot of money from the shop and it's that, that web services, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and analytics, NFL uses Amazon analytics all the time. I remember the- back in the day when I dabbled in website stuff that there was a Google like analytics, I think. Yeah, it's, it's still around, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where you could see how many people search for your site and you could see all that that crazy stuff. I was always sad because it would be like, you've had five people look at this in a month. And I'd be like, oh, man, awful. But you got to look on the bright side. That's five from zero. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right. So I was speaking of Luna. And I was I was gonna talk about this first, but I thought I'd talk about it last because you tried to break my heart the other day with this. <laughs> so 
of course, there's a lot of chatter about this. Google shutting down the Stadia Studios. <laughs> here, here. All right. I know this is going to be more of an opinion. The problem is Google has this horrible reputation of starting stuff and then just killing it. Yeah. And so everybody's like, well, this is this is it. Told you guys this is how it starts. <laughs> However, they never really produced any games. This was their development studio. Now they did buy uh, what was the studio called that they bought? Uh I forget what they were called. Yeah, Typhoon Studios. And then they acquired the games they were working on. And they have some that they're still working on. But this was never like a game producing studio like, you know, like Sony produces games and Microsoft produces games. But the Google, maybe they should have never called it Stadia Studios. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't really see them shutting it down. I, if no. anything, they would sell it to another company or something. I mean, they've obviously put a lot of work into it. They have games planned out to 2023. Mm-hmm. 400 titles coming in development. So some remember, people say, well, they'll just shut it down then, though. I remember this was like when they first when they first announced that. That was like one of the major concerns is like, well, they'll just have it for like a year or two and then they're, they're just going to shut it down. <laughs> it's still that that chatter has never stopped. Even that was one of my things was, well, I'll try it, but I don't want to get into it like I wouldn't do pro because I was like, well, because, yeah, they do have that reputation. But then, like, as you know, I started really getting into it. I really like it and I hope they don't shut it down. And I honestly, you know, you can't say unless you're there, but I don't think they will. But if they do man so this was on the 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 stadia blog from the vice president himself he was saying that what they want to do is just focus more on the third party developers that have been you know guys like ubisoft and ea and all them they've they've built the platform but they don't want to necessarily make games for the platform mm-hmm one thing that's funny that he said, though, well, I'm like, well, you probably shouldn't have said that. He, he basically said, you know, making games is hard and it takes a long time and we don't want to focus on that. So, yeah, he was like creating best in class games from the ground up takes many years and significant investment and the cost is going up exponentially. So he basically said it's too hard, too expensive, and we weren't going to do that anyway. We just wanted to make a platform for the games. Yeah. Well, I, I think that they also... So I don't think it's all bad. Be, well, I, I think that this group did more than that because I remember seeing that when Stadia first launched, you know, when they're trying to get these... Um, they're trying to get all these developers on you know, board to put their games on. I think that they worked with this divi- this this developer studio. Like I'm pretty sure that I read that um, Bungie, yeah, t- when Destiny Two came on the platform, they spent a lot of time with this studio getting the game ready to be able to play on Stadia. So I, you know, I think that there was some things that they probably did to help other developers, and maybe now that they've got I mean, from what I'm seeing is they've got a bunch of games on the platform now. Tons. So, you know, maybe maybe that was part of the plan was to, you know, have them focus on Stadia games, you know, for years before and then try to get these developers to come on to put their games on, you know. I, I don't know. And plus the developers could have helped Google learn what they needed to do to the platform to make these games work right. So yeah. now maybe they're just like, well, we got it now. So now we don't really need this studio arm. We can just try to bring in the developers now. The problem is that somebody else pointed out to me, though, they're like, yeah, but again, that Google reputation. What about the other developers who are kind of hesitant? Then now they see this news. Now they're like, ah, no, we're not going to do it because you guys are just about to shut it down anyway. That's the problem. It's that reputation. (sighs) Yeah, that's that's where they've they've I I used I used to I used to swear up and down by Google. And, you know, I I still I still do. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. I know you do. I'm a loyalist. I, I'm a fanboy. <laughs> but there, there was a lot of things that they that they, and I think the, a lot of the things that they had pitched were well above their time. But there were a lot of things that they had thrown out, or you know, that they were developing. That I was like, man, that looks really cool. I, I can't wait till they come out with that because I'll buy it. Yeah. And then they they just kind of, kind of like gone gone away where you don't ever hear about them again. Like I think one of them was the, what was it? The Nexus player or something, but all oh, these the streaming devices. Thing. Yeah. There was that. And then I didn't think that they pitched a, a game system at some point. Um, It, it might've been the Nexus player. I don't know. It was Android something. I'd heard it on a podcast recently too. If somebody remembers, just let us know. I can't remember what it was, but it, it was really kind of hush hush though. It kind of came and went. Hmm. I, you know, there's that whole website killed by Google, and it makes me think about and all the criticism people criticize them for killing things. And I keep thinking about, you know, all the years I've been heavily invested in all their products and services. And when I say invested, I use most everything for free. Uh, <laughs> and I try to think, what are some of the things that Google has killed that really made me go, oh, you know what, that's it, and I'm out? Because I know people who have done that, and honestly, there is nothing they have killed that. I can say made me have to get away from Google or made me so mad that I needed to get away from them. Cause some people are like, Oh, that was really useful. I was using that. And then they killed it. But I, I can't think of anything that, that I'm using because everything I'm still using is still there. Mm-hmm. And the things they've killed, there's a lot of stuff. If you ever go to that website killed by Google, there's a lot of stuff on there. I never even heard of. And I think that was part of the problem, too, because Google used to do that thing where it was like a playground. Everybody knew that. And they would just let developers go wild and make stuff and then put it out. Well, I think over time, Google's like, you know, we really need to buckle down and become a serious business. And let's concentrate on core things. And when they start doing that, of course, they had to shed all this extra stuff. And yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of anything they've killed over the years that made me go, man, that's it, Google. They usually just replace it with something else, don't they? Like, Man, there's people who complain because they update the icons. <laughs> like they updated the Gmail icon and all the rest of them. There's people, oh, I'm sick of it, I'm done. I'm like, over the icon? Are you serious? I, I saw I saw that. <laughs> I saw people were complaining when they updated all the icons. Because I've still, like on my iPhone, I've got all the Google apps because there's still a lot of stuff on there that, you know, I want to carry over from my Android days or whatnot. But yeah. uh I've seen how they've updated the icons and I was on Twitter one day and somebody was complaining about how they all look the same now. It's like, and they do kind of similar, but I know you can still differentiate between all of them. You know, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. It reminds me of back when Facebook would willy nilly do updates and people be like, I'm leaving. This is ridiculous. I don't want this. And they're still on Facebook. <laughs> oh man, that's 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 great that you brought this up because it just reminded me. I was looking at uh I was looking on the app store over the weekend and I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna look at Facebook on the app store because I wanted to see if this was out there. So they put that update in that shows everything that Facebook tracks when you download it on your phone. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to show a couple people who probably weren't as aware and say, you know, how do you feel? Like, just, just an honest question. Like, how do you feel about having Facebook on your phone? Do, do you know what they track? Blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I, I open it up. I'm like, well, have a look and see what the app actually, what that actually is tracking and what it does. And like, I start showing them, you know, it uses, it tra- tracks with your microphone. It tracks your purchases. It tracks your bank accounts. It tracks your. Yeah. Your, your purchases online and you know it's just funny seeing people's eyes light up when you when you tell them that stuff but, because I, I don't i don't think many people care but well but again i have to bring this up again even if you don't use facebook if you don't have the app they're still getting that information because a lot of these other companies they provide it to them yeah so you may never even use it. And that's how they generate uh, focused ads. Because let's say you go to Chase Bank, you don't get on Facebook, but you open a account with Chase, blah, blah, blah. Well, Facebook knows you did it. So let's, I mean, I'm not going to say I know that Chase has an agreement. I'm just using it as an example. 
of how this works. They have an agreement that, hey, they send that analytic data to Facebook to let them know, hey, so-and-so was over here getting an account. If you ever see them get online, show them some chase ads. Next thing you know, people go on the internet and like, why, why am I seeing these chase ads all of a sudden? Well, guess who they gave? <laughs> guess what happened? <laughs> and it's... That's, I think that's really the biggest problem is they're, they got their hands in too many things. And I, that's, what's worrisome to most people. It's like, even if you don't even touch the app, they still are getting this, these bits of information about you. It's pretty creepy. So that's the one side of the breakup big tech argument. I can agree with, I wouldn't say break it up. I would say do what Apple has done make them be basically apple is forcing them to be transparent about exactly everything they're doing i don't have a problem with that let people know let That's people good, decide yeah. for themselves whether or not they're okay with it so i saw I get, it oh go ahead i was just gonna say I, I think the thing that worries me the most about it is if not not that facebook has it so much and it's that what if this data gets stolen by Ooh. somebody that, that's I think that's the thing that worries me the most that not a lot of people think of because it's like well, you know there's some pretty there's some pretty talented people out there who can figure out ways to if they really want to, they can pull data on a million people or they could focus on one person and pull that data of everything that they can about that one person. I mean it's 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 dangerous and and let's not forget my buddies Google, they're they're complicit they 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 do the same thing. It's mm -hmm. that's how they feed me those ads. But again, yeah. I go in knowing, yeah, I know, I know that's what you're doing and I'm fine with it. But the thing is let people decide for themselves whether or not they're fine with it. Cause a lot of people just start using stuff and they don't, they don't know. And the companies don't really tell them now people will say, well, they're getting better and better at it. I don't think just adding extra information to an end user license agreement is getting better at it because no one reads those. So <laughs> it's got to be more like hey this is what we're doing as soon as you start trying to log in just so you know now google does do this thing especially if you buy an android phone and i know you've seen it where you have to scroll all the way through and turn things on and off before you get to agree and i know iphones do it too it will stay grayed out until you get to the bottom but again i bet people just scroll through and then hit agree because they want to just get going but yeah i guess it's a start but yeah, I can't really, I can't really dog Apple for that one. I kind of, I agree with them on this. Yeah, you should basically force their hand. Now I see that Mark Zuckerberg's pretty upset about it. And I guess he had some little press conference or whatever telling people, make sure you turn that stuff on because blah, 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 blah. I should have pulled that up, but I didn't know we were going to talk about that tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's big money. That's the problem. It's big money. Yeah. That's why he's freaking out about it. Mm -hmm. And people just got to remember the old rule. If you're using something free, you're the product. That's why it's free. Yeah, it's you. It's your behavior. And I think that's what freaks people out too. People say, well, privacy. I don't, they're not really, they're not really invading your privacy about, you know, not so much your private information. They're just really watching what you're doing. I mean, if you want to call that invasion of privacy, I guess, but <laughs> uh. it, yeah, I mean, I guess the, like before all this stuff happened, like before the internet came in play, it would be the same as somebody walking around behind you and watching everything <laughs> you buy. And when you look at it that way, it's, it kind of, yeah. kind of true. Yeah. Just now it's just not a person. It's like, uh, you know. It's an app that's yeah, creepy, a creepy app. I, I used to, everything you do. I remember explaining it to my son. I was like, because my oldest boy, who's especially into shoes, you know how that goes. But uh, I was like, look at it this way: when you go buy your new shoes, let's say that shoe store is up the street from a store to sell socks. As soon as you buy them and you go to walk out, the guy that owns the shoe store calls the guy that sells socks and says, Hey, guess what? He was just in here buying shoes. <laughs> As he walks by, you should stop him and say, Hey, I know you were just down the street and bought those shoes. You need some socks to go with those shoes. That's pretty much how it works. They're just telling everybody yeah. what you're doing. Okay. So you buy the socks. The guy that just sold you the socks goes, 
I bet my buddy down the street that sells t-shirts could probably get a sale out of him too. So he calls that guy. Hey, he bought some shoes and some socks. He's probably going to need some t-shirts. You should stop him on the way and let him know specifically that you know he bought this stuff and he could use this and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And that's how it works. And like you said, it's just in a creepy app <laughs> that's really fast about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a lot of things that a lot of ads that I've gotten. It's just like, I know I wasn't searching that on my phone, but I know I was talking about it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing is like, that's the thing I think that creeps me out the most is it's like, mm. there was one, there was one day when, um, there was two things that I think had happened. I was sitting with my girlfriend and she's got these socks called, uh, I think they're called, but bombas, I think they're called or something. I can't remember what they're called. Something like that. Right. And I either said the name of the socks <laughs> or I took a picture that they were in. And the next thing I know, I'm on my phone and I'm getting an ad for these socks. And I'm like, I know I didn't search these socks. There's nothing that I did to search for these socks. I might have said the name or I might have taken a picture of it. And there it is right there. Yeah. Which is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what's worse, the picture thing or the sock thing, because then you've got, I guess that is a pretty in, invasive if they're looking at all your pictures that you've taken. Well, there's this other thing that the last time you brought this up, I forgot to ask you. Now, you told me you got that 65-inch 4K television, right? Mm-hmm. Is it new? Like, how new? Uh, it's like three years old, maybe four, three or four. Your Why? TV might be listening, too. You know this, right? Yeah. You heard about this? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's a, it's a smart TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the TV could have heard you too. This is what I've heard. I, you know, I, I don't care what anybody says. Cause I've heard a lot of the big tech experts talk about, it. they say, no, that's not what's happening. They're not listening into your mic. I believe 100% that they are. Why else would an app ask for mic permissions? Also, you can do direct messaging. No, it's not just that. <laughs> I believe yeah. that when you say stuff, yeah, it gets. We're gonna find. We're gonna find out soon. I mean, I, I don't think it's that far away that we're gonna find out everything that some of these companies are doing, and it's gonna. It's probably gonna hurt. It's probably gonna hurt a lot of them. I think it's gonna hurt Facebook greatly. It's going to hurt them because they just didn't tell people what they were doing. I think a lot of people would be fine if they knew up front so like they could say hey it's just like smoking cigarettes you know this could cause cancer people go yeah i know but i'm gonna smoke anyway you know what i'm saying <laughs> like and then the people that don't want to just don't do it people who don't want facebook getting that stuff no i don't want i don't want them doing it but then like i said the bigger problem is what about all the other sites and services that send data to facebook anyway and you have no control over that that's the, the bigger problem, in my opinion, because I don't know what you do yeah. about that at this point. And no, I don't think just simply breaking them up is going to fix it. So, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's pretty much all I got tonight. I was just saddened and a little upset about the Stadia stuff because I hope that doesn't, because I told you how much I love me some Stadia. I hope, yeah. I hope Google doing this doesn't run other developers off is what i keep hearing people say yeah the develop the other developers that are hesitant now they're really not going to come around because the google's reputation of killing stuff makes them think they're about to kill it anyway so why would they invest their time and efforts like, oh. yeah that's kind of a that's kind of a slippery slope because you're actually you're buying games on the platform you know what i mean so if they get rid of the platform what are you supposed to do about those games oh that's another big topic that's been coming up too somebody i've seen people directly tweet google can i get my save states out of stadia so like i don't know if you know this like when you kill your gmail account or if you got google driver let's say you just want to delete your entire google account google has this thing called takeout you've seen this before so no but it, I, I think i know what it is i did the same thing when i deleted my facebook yeah, Basically it's the like same you. thing. So they say, like, if you scroll all the way to the bottom of your user control panel, let's call it on Google and say, delete account, it'll tell you, well, you can take out and you hit take out. It takes it a while. It takes it like two days 
to get all your stuff together because i had an old gmail account and i'm like and i ended up i had two or three accounts i'm like i need to get this stuff consolidated into one and uh so it'll tell you you have photos you have stuff in google drive you have these emails blah 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 and you choose what you want to do takeout for well i've seen people directly tweeting google about stadia and they're like do you guys have a takeout tool for stadia because Man, people, and that's going to be sad, too, if users are going to start trying to jump ship now, too, before it's even really, before they're even really actually killing it. Yeah. <sighs> so there's this group I love called Team Stadia. I'm here for you guys. I'm part. <laughs> I know. And a lot of them have been the ones that are like, oh, this is no, no, because we're just gaining traction. I'm like, I know team stadia i'm staying to the end so just just in case you guys are thinking about leaving i'm not leaving <laughs> maybe you can export it to uh xbox somebody I'll asked that you, yeah i'll allow you to export it to xbox and then you can stream games with the uh, was it x cloud or game pass yeah yeah or or export it to apple arcade or <laughs> <laughs> all right well like i said this is probably be a short one tonight what do you got sports wise i saw there was a couple chiefs that got exposed to some covid i did see that yeah i i can't remember who 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 they were but i did see that they got exposed to covid and they said Which, they're, they're cleared to play as long as they keep testing negative until sunday the nfl's actually done a really good job of that i feel like i i thought i thought for sure that when all this was going on, I was like, man, this season's going to get derailed. Especially who took, was it? The Panthers that got ravaged by it at one point? Was it the I Panthers or? The Broncos lost all their quarterbacks at one point and had to play a game without a quarterback on the roster. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody had like 13 players all, all at once. It was the ones you told me about it. They went out to like a, a strip club or something. Who was that? Was it the? That was uh that was baseball. I think oh, that was uh okay, yeah, yeah. I'm confusing the, the two. Miami Marlins, I think it was. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, baseball like baseball has had issues with it. College football had all kinds of problems. Oh. Like Ohio State only played like five games. Yeah. But <laughs> don't but remind the, me. <laughs> but the the NFL, I, I feel I like I said, I thought for sure that it was gonna be a disaster. Uh, you know, I thought that, I thought that, you know, it was going to be way worse than what we saw where, you know, they were probably going to shut down the season, but they, they were able to make it happen. And I mean, maybe, maybe it's because these guys are actually making money, you know, mm, that's all I was about to say that big money. Uh, yeah. And they're actually making money and they, it's like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, I, th I think that like you saw it happen with Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. And I think there was a, a couple other guys too. Like he got caught somewhere without a mask and like it was turned into like this big thing yep um that you would have never thought you know it would have turned out to be and then you know with the broncos like they lost pretty much all their quarterbacks because one guy had covid and all three of them were in the room at the same time so they lost every quarterback that was on their roster mm. because of the rules mm -hmm. uh i also saw where haskins got signed by the steelers like Oh really? Yeah, they 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 signed him. So, so who you got Sunday? Oh man, I don't know. I oh. think the Bengals are gonna skydive in the game and take the game <laughs> over, and then take walk away with the Lombardi Trophy. That's the only way they're gonna get it at this point. Just go steal it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking the Chiefs only because. I know, I know he's the GOAT, but dude, I'm just so sick of hearing about Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm probably going to go for the Chiefs, I think. I don't know. It's I'll watch it. It's not the Super Bowl for me. Is I mean, to be honest, it's really not that big of a deal. I, mm -hmm. I like watching football, but, you know, I'm not emotionally invested in either one of these teams, so it's really not that big of a deal. I'm Actually, I'm more in it for the ribs I'm going to cook and uh, uh, yeah. all the other food. Yeah. I got some, too. Going to smoke them. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Smoking them. <laughs> Smoking them for four hours. And I like Mahomes. I really do. I genuinely like yeah. Patrick Mahomes. So it's just, I mean, I get all the stuff. And like I told you, I think this game was fixed up anyway. So 
<laughs> there's some there's there's definitely there's definitely some weird and this we have this conversation every year in the playoffs yeah and towards the end of the season it's kind of like well you know why why is this allowed by this team but mm-hmm. this other team it's not you know i mean we've got replay now for calls so <laughs> yeah there's 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 a big discrepancy i feel like in, in what some teams are allowed to do and what other teams aren't allowed to do like the Steelers get away with everything. Any team Tom Brady's on gets away with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, until I, they get caught after the fact, and then it's a fine that doesn't even hurt the team anyway. Yeah, like the whole cheating thing. But we won't get into that. And no, I'm not talking about the Flate Gate. I'm talking about the cameras. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Props to Tom Brady for whatever and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just sick of hearing about it. Yeah, good. Dude, okay. I mean, come on. Yeah, he'd probably be back next year. Mm. I've seen people saying that he wants to play till he's 45 now. So it's like, oh, my God, man. Well, I hope he makes it. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll win the Super Bowl on Sunday. And then, then we can be like, then he'll be like, I'm retiring on top. <laughs> Never you guys mind. Later. I was just joking. <laughs> You got to give it to the guy. He's been to 10 Super Bowls, yeah, which is astounding to think about. He's yeah, been to 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get sick of hearing the same thing over and over again about the same yeah. person over and over again. Like, okay, we get it. Please I mean, do. next year, we're going to hear about Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I won't hold my breath, but I would hope so. Yeah. Which we could, this could bring us to another topic where, uh, the Bengals, did you see the Bengals announce they're getting new jerseys next year? Yeah. Did you see them? I, I saw a rendering. Uh, I, I, I haven't seen them, no. Uh, is it real or is it fake? Well, it was just a, a rendering, so I don't know if it was official or not. Yeah. But yeah, they're getting new ones. That that story is real. But I, I, I don't know if what I saw was really what's going to be or somebody, you know, you know how people do. Well, I heard from a friend who's a coach that works in the locker room and the mm. boy that washes the socks saw him, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. And this was the picture he drew of him. Oh, okay. Well, so I don't know. We'll see. Cause I, I tell you what, you know, who's rebranding. I hate the Rams. Dude, what is that supposed to be? There's a lot of people that have complained about their, their rebrand. It's you're all not, you're not the ugly. only one. It's all ugly. Every bit yeah. of it is ugly. That their helmets, like whatever happened to the horns? That is, what is that supposed to be now? It's, it looks it's not like horns a, anymore. Well, it's it's like a, I guess you could call it like a high tech horn, but it just looks like mm. a half moon to me. It, yeah, it's, they're just ugly. Right. And then their 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 jerseys have some weird color that kind of sparkles in the camera. I'm like, what? <laughs> they're trying. They're trying to make it. Fit. Los Angeles. Uh, I guess. Yeah. A uh, lot of bling. Yeah, I guess so. I'll tell you what it looks like. Do you ever um what's the show? The Today Show? You know that show on CBS? Mm-hmm. And how their emblem looks? That it's it's like a it's supposed to be like the sun rising, I guess. That's what the Rams rebranding looks like to me. <laughs> like you guys look like the Today Show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it, it does. It the the numbers, the colors on the numbers look weird. Yeah, it doesn't that, look right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it hits the camera funny. I'm like, what is that supposed to be? Yeah, maybe they're just trying to stand out. I guess. Yeah, it does it does seem weird that the Bengals chose an opportune time to get new jerseys when uh, Burrow's jerseys like broken what like the top ten mm-hmm. in the NFL and sales. So it's like. Let's get new ones. Yeah, and I, it's it's sucks because I haven't bought a Bengals jersey in years. I think the last jersey that I had was probably Carson Palmer jersey. Yeah. And I've got an Ocho Cinco jersey sitting here that was signed, but I didn't go, like when they drafted Dalton and A.J. Green, I didn't go buy new jerseys because I was still felt kind of burned by the whole Palmer thing. <laughs> so I didn't even, I didn't get a jersey. And then um, when we drafted Burrow, I'm like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy Burrow jersey. I'm I'm on I'm on board with it. So then I go out and buy two new jerseys <laughs> that I spent two hundred and fifty dollars on. Yeah, that are now gonna, not going to be uh that aren't going to be 
well, their jerseys anymore. Well, they're potential investments, though, if you think about it, because if he, if he goes on to the greatness that we hope he does, 10 years from now, those will be the original jerseys, and they should go yeah. up in value. I'll have to try to get them signed. Okay, yep, got to try to get to minicamp if there is yep. one. <laughs> Ever again. That's what I, that'll make that'll make those signatures even more valuable. Yeah. I got I snuck into minicamp and got Joe Burrow's autograph when nobody else was allowed to go in ever again. Man, I remember when I was huge in the whole Bengals fandom and me and a guy I used to work with, we would go to mini camps and he was a Steelers fan, but he would go. He's like, No, I just love football. He would go to minicamp, Bengals minicamp with his Steelers hat on. But then we get there, he's like, I'm taking it off. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but that was back when we had Chad and Big Sam. Oh man. oh, man, Sam is, oh, that boy was big. I never knew how. Georgetown? Huh? Georgetown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never knew how big he was until I actually walked by him like, oh, my gosh, how do you move? Sam Adams? Yeah, that, that boy yeah. was big. Yeah, he was big. He could just lean on me and I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) I I used to go to the ones in Wilmington with my dad, like when Carl Pickens and Jeff Blake was a quarterback. Oh man, that was oh man. I used to love Jeff Blake, man. Yeah, that like I think that when he became when he became quarterback was when I started getting into football and the Bengals and stuff. Man, he had Mm -hmm. that that bomb, man. That was just like the the best long ball you've ever seen in your life. Yep. And but he he played on some very very bad teams, but I I always thought that he was a good quarterback. He was short, yeah. but he uh, I, I he made a lot of good throws. And for a while there, he was my favorite football player. But I me yeah. and my dad went and saw him and Carl Pickens and Kajana Carter. And at one point, I think Corey Dillon was there. And <laughs> <laughs> man, whatever happened to Corey Dillon? He went to. New England won he a went, Super Bowl. Yeah, went to New England, and, and he was like, all right. I'm done, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's what I was here for. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. All right. Well, you got anything else? Any, any new games? Anything new? Uh, they're going to release NCAA football again this year. It's coming back. Oh, I heard. Isn't um, who's making that? EA Sports. EA, yeah. They haven't made one in seven years. Yeah. So we're finally going to have NCAA football again. My son has the one from seven years ago. He still plays it from time to time. but Yeah. Yeah. And he, he would ask me, how come they don't make these anymore? And you know, for the longest time, I didn't know they weren't making them. I was like, they're not? And he was like, no, they don't even make these anymore. <laughs> and I had to look it up because first I thought he was a little crazy. But yeah. What was that all about? Do you know? Why did they? College players not getting paid. Oh, well. (laughs) Do you think they should get paid? Man, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. You know, uh, I think that I think that they should be able to go sign autographs for people and get fifteen dollars off of signing an autograph or whatever, (laughs) or or get an Applebee's meal bought for them. Exactly. Who cares? (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. I, I don't think. You know, I don't think that. I think they should be. You know, they play a game that's endorsed by the college. I don't think that they should get paid for playing the game necessarily. But I do think that if you sell merchandise with their name on it, they should get paid for it. Or if they go sign an autograph for somebody, you know, a picture, they Mm. should be able to get paid for it. I don't think they should get paid for each game they play. They shouldn't have a salary, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't have a salary, but they should be able they should be able to profit off of a jersey that somebody buys with their number or name on it or something. You know, I, I, but I don't then that think gets into that gets into every jersey in every store. I mean, how do you Well yeah, I mean well they had there's a I think there's a college football players association. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if they're part of the players' association, that should be the players' association's job to, to calc to calc like the NFL players' association does calculate jersey sales because I think that NFL players get a, um, a cut from those jerseys also. Oh, I'm quite sure they do. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I mean, you'd probably model it the same way. 
Or maybe it's just rolled it. Maybe that's one of the reasons why those NFL players get such huge contracts. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to roll that in. They're just like, well, that covers that too, maybe. I don't know. But I'm with you. I don't think there's a right answer because on one side, you look at it and you go, man, the coaches are getting paid how much? <laughs> and the players are doing all the work and can't make anything? Yeah. <laughs> or or the do you remember the whole Ohio State fiasco where they were selling merchandise to get tattoos? Yeah, the tattoo and it basic, it, it basically ruined like three of their seasons because yeah. they were selling stuff to get tattoos. I, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Or the one guy, like I said, Applebee's, somebody wanted to buy his meal for him. <laughs> no. And it's like, what? It can't be anything. Nothing. That is, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <sighs> or remember the cars, like somebody wanted to give somebody a car. No, nope, nope, nothing. So I don't know. Like you said, I don't think they should get a salary to play for the school. But yeah, maybe they make money on the side, especially if they're, you know, all-star players. Everybody knows who they are. You know, if somebody wants to give them some money for it, then why? what's the big deal? It's so different than like, say, for example, you got like a, a kid who's going to college that made maybe like made some app like Facebook or something. And he's like <laughs> pseudo famous. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, somebody sees him like, Hey, you're, you're Mark Zuckerberg. Let me buy <laughs> your, uh, let me buy your dinner at Applebee's, you know, ends up running the world and now everybody wants to hate on him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a good example though. Yeah. What about that? And there, I, I'm sure there's other people who make like apps while they're in college and they end up putting them like in the app store, make money off of them. Yeah. And they could have learned how to do that from classes they're taking in school. Yeah. So what do you do about that? Hmm. And we should just do a whole show on that. <laughs> I think there's, there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about with that. That's it's, you know, basically players who have had their, their careers ruined because, or their college careers ruined because of stuff like Terrell Pryor. Yeah. I mean, that he, when you look at it, he really didn't do anything like terribly, terribly wrong, but was, you know, so those guys were treated like they were the devil just because they were selling merchandise to go get tattoos. tattoos. It's not like they're going out and buying cars. It was to get tattoos. Because like, they didn't like, have any other money. <laughs> come on, man. Like, what do you, what, I mean, that, that makes absolutely no <laughs> sense. They weren't going out and buying like expensive jewelry or buying or, cars. Or, they were or getting God tattoos. forbid, God forbid, they weren't going out buying drugs with it. Exactly. Yeah. Tattoos. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Well, maybe one day we will. Maybe we'll do a show on what's jacked up about. <laughs> I don't know. That would take a lot of digging, though, because I'm sure there's a lot of ins and outs to that. You could look up uh, Maurice Claret and look at all the stuff that he did before he made it to the NFL. There's, oh. I think that there's a pretty long laundry list on that one. I, I think I saw um, they did a 30 for 30 on him about that. Yeah. Is that what it's called? 30 for 30? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that he was, I'm sure that he was <sighs> selling stuff to get drugs and all that. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. There's 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 some interesting because he he never even played a season in the NFL but he's drafted in the first round, <laughs> but like apparently yeah. he was like coming to practice on drugs or drunk or something like that. And... Yeah, ruined. Yeah. All right. You gonna play a song tonight? You've been doing the guitar. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. No. I... I had a massive headache earlier. Oh, my wife, she had one too. She gets migraines. You get migraines then? Or, or no, just a headache? I think it's, I think it's sinus drainage. Oh, gotcha. I, uh, we have an eight. So my house, I live in a Cape Cod style house and my, it gets really hot upstairs, even in the winter time. Mm-hmm. Like some nights it'll just be like super hot. So last night we slept with the window open and I've got an AC unit in one of my windows and I turned the AC unit on to get it, make it a little cool. And I woke up in the middle of the night, like throat was just, Ugh. yeah. And I think that that part probably played a part in it. So before the show, after I got off work, I went and slept for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. Did you get rid of it. Yeah. I think for the most part it's gone. I'm just a little tired. A little groggy. Do you have like a, a roof vent? No, I don't think so. 
Well, that's something you should look into. Because yeah. we had a house like that too. The upstairs was always just blazing hot, no matter what. And uh, my brother-in-law, who's a contractor, came out. He was like, "You just need some roof vents. Put roof vents on. <laughs> you know those boxes that you see on people's roofs, or those old turnstile things." Yeah, yeah. Just get one or two of those, and problem <laughs> solved. Because one thing it was doing too, it was making our uh, central air was just running because we were trying to cool off the upstairs and it's like it's just not oh, doing yeah, anything yeah so oh dude in the summertime it's brutal yeah. it's absolutely brutal upstairs but that's that's something i'll add to the list of things for this house the good thing about that it's simple to do well i didn't do it because i'm scared of heights but <laughs> they just cut a square in the roof and put the vent on and then lay the shingles back now you got to make sure somebody does it right because then you end up with leaks but it's simply just cutting a hole in the roof to let some of that hot air out, basically. Hmm. Out of the attic. I'll look into it, yeah. All right. Sounds good. So now we've turned into a home improvement show, too, on top of everything yeah. else. Voluntary, but we're everything. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of stuff, man. All kinds yeah. of stuff. The things in life that matter to you most. Yeah. All right. We'll go ahead and take off. It's getting late. We'll see you guys next Tuesday, hopefully 9 o'clock. Something comes up. We'll let you know. Bye. All right, later. <laughs> later. <laughs>